It is indeed Shlomo Artsy, <laughs> in answer to uh, one of our listener comments on the app. Well, it's amazing that we've done already three songs and we haven't even started the show. <laughs> 
We have technical difficulties. That is what is going on here, in case people are wondering. We have had technical difficulties, which required me to reboot my computer in order to be able to speak to you. And with the help of the ever-helpful and extremely capable of Rummy Finkelstein from Israel, we were able to do that. Hopefully not wasn't too bad. So thank you all, those who have remained with us, thank you all for staying with us and uh, being with us through this technical problem that we had. We uh, The first song we had was Rifa'inu Hashem, which is uh, our Corona theme song. After that, we played Ariel Horowitz with Imesh Kachich Yerushalayim, appropriate for this period of time. And Vehaemet Shlomo Artsy uh, with guest singer Yishai Rebo on that version of the song. It is Chaf Aleph Tammuz Tafshin Pei. We are coming to you live. I'm Mayor Weingarten, and we do welcome you to the Israel Show on the Nachum Siegel Network. We're here each and every Monday, immediately following JM and the AM, or somewhat following JM and the AM, or most Mondays, mostly immediately following <laughs> JM and the AM. Um, we um, that's 9 a.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Israel time around the world, wherever you are, whatever time it is, that's the time we're on. Of course, we are available to listen on demand, and we recommend highly that you tell your friends about our uh, on-demand programming, not just mine, not just the Israel show, but the entire Nachum Siegel Network which is amazing in its availability on demand. All the shows, all the interviews, everything that comes out every single day from the Nachum Siegel Network is available on the archives, both for on via the free app, Nachum Siegel Network app, and, uh, of course, on NachumSiegel.com. Uh, we have a topic that we chose to focus on today. Good thing we chose only one topic and the issue is the Supreme Court and the same issue that we have in the United States over the past decades exists even more so in Israel. We'll try and explain that. Um, And the recent investigative reports by journalists Kalman Leapskind and if you've tuned into this show before, you've heard that name, showing conflict of interests from the top of the court, the, 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 the head of the court, the Chief Justice down, which brought about a vote in the Knesset last week. So that, that's our, our topic of conversation today. I guess we won't go to music. We did a lot of it. We'll start talking about the topic, and then we'll go back, as we do usually in Interspersed Music. The music today is slow and inspirational music that is appropriate for the three weeks between Shavas Tammuz and Tisha B'Av, the Tkufa of Bein HaMetzarim, or Mitzarim. So, as mentioned, there was a series of investigative reports by journalist Kalman Liebskind throughout May and June. Now, you might remember Common Leapskin, we, a few weeks ago we spoke about the show where he and Errol Segal appear on Khan Echadisrei TV every night at 6 p.m. And uh, we brought to you the showdown between him and Zahava Galon from Meretz and how he was one of the few who had the guts, the wherewithal to stand up and not agree to the political correctness that they were trying to throw at him, and the next day they announced the show's going to go off the air. Of course, not because of anything he said, of course. So that tells you a little bit about the mafia that rules the communications in Israel, television and radio, probably. Um, but the same common leapskinned in Ma'ariv published this set of reports during May and June where he showed specific cases of Supreme Court judges that were overseeing cases in which they were in conflict of interests. 
So here's this one specific case. Uh, let's see where we have that. Um, here we go. Uh, almost here we go. <laughs> uh, here it is. I read. I read the articles, but you know it's hard to piece it together. It's a com- it's a complex issue. In two thousand and six, the Supreme Court sat in an issue that affected insurance companies. It was a suit between the Bituach Halumi, which is the national sort of social security, and private two private insurers, one called Ararat and one called Avner. Ararat is a is the mountain, but it's also the big, big, big insurance conglomerate. Avner is a much smaller company. Six of the judges. All rule, six of the seven judges ruled one way against the private insurance companies. One judge ruled in favor of the insurance companies. Who was the judge? The one who is currently the president, the uh, presiding justice of the Supreme Court, Esther Chayut. Writes common Leapskin that at the very same time that Justice Chayut sided with the insurance companies, her husband, a lawyer, David Chayut, was representing the company, the smaller company, Avner. That would seem to be such a conflict of interest. And that's one example. And, and Common Lipskin shows how the replies, when, when he confronted the justices with some of these conflict of interest, the replies that he got, at least to the ordinary man, seem insane. Chayut claimed in her response to this particular one that, well, there were two insurance companies here that were on, you know, going against the Bituach Lumi against the national um, social security, sort of. And the big one is Ararat. And Avner was a small one. And her husband was representing Avner. So it, so it was really just the, the smaller of the company, so it really shouldn't matter. Because the main litigant is Ararat. I don't, understand, I don't understand that. And neither does he. Now, um, let's see. I'm trying to get to all the. Um, well, I know I have it here. One second. So, in in all these cases that we're talking about, there was, there were either family members or close friends of the justices that had an interest in one of the two sides appearing before the courts. And yet, they didn't recuse themselves. And in one case, where one of the parties asked many mazuz to recuse himself, it was a government issue, he said no. He can, even though he um, used a rather derogatory remark against the Minister of Justice at the time from the Likud. He said he can still be objective on, in a suit which included the Minister of Justice. Here's another case. Chayut, Judge Justice Chayut, again, head of the Supreme Court, regularly referred cases for arbitration the judge refers to an arbitrator or the judge suggests an arbitrator when two parties are before the court and the court thinks it should go to arbitration. So she recommended a close friend of hers, former Justice Hila Gerstel, who makes a lot of money 
on every arbitration case. It, it's by the hour. Also, Hayud hired a law clerk, the daughter of a lawyer who she has listed as being such a close friend that she can't sit in judgment for cases where he's the lawyer. And she sat on appeals for Justice Baron back when Justice Baron was still a district court judge, despite the two being close friends. So without going into all the little particulars, it is clear that the courts seem to feel, the justices, that they have immunity from conflict of interests, that it doesn't affect them. In fact, I heard an interview last week on Israeli radio with a former judge who was like the um, an overseer where people could complain about such cases, something that was uh, introduced at some point when the complaints became many or multiple, so they put up a former justice, again, one of the clan, one of the group, one of the clique. It's all a clique. It's like a little gang that watches over themselves. So this former justice, she's the one who's watching over the judges that they don't have conflict of interest. You would think you would have a non-justice who's not part of the clique or part of the gang. So in this interview on Israeli radio, she said... Anyone who says there's a conflict of interest doesn't understand anything about the justice system. When a judge, when a judge gets on the bench, sits on the bench and puts on the robe, then all conflicts of interests just go away because he or she is ruling based on the facts in front of them and they won't allow anything to get in the way of the facts. I I couldn't believe, I really, really, really could not believe that she was saying this with a straight face. It's as if the Torah doesn't warn the judges about having their feelings involved or taking bribery. Even, Even the smallest little favor that somebody does makes you feel somewhat connected to that person. And we're told by halacha to those kind of judges should not sit in judgment. But it's not only this, it's that the justices have of the Supreme Court have become, over the past decades since Aaron Barak, an activist court that has overturned laws that were, that were um, passed by the Knesset. The elected body is being overturned by an unelected body. And who are these judges? They're, elect, they're, they're not elected. They're not even appointed by the Knesset, which is the elected body. They're appointed by a committee where they themselves, the judges themselves, have enough voting power that they can veto any justice that they don't want. And they've done so and even openly said, oh, that judge, we don't like her agenda. This is what is going on unfortunately, sadly, and now is coming to light in the Israeli court system. New music, we played this uh, a few weeks ago, we debuted it, and uh, we'll play it again. Zohar Harakia, Yonatan Razel, and Barry Sakharov sing. Yonatan Razel composed Zohar Harakia. My name is Mayor Weingarten, you're tuned to the Israel Show on the Nachum Siegel Network. Thank 
Based on the Gemara in, <laughs> I don't remember. I think it was Bava Metzia. Okay, whatever. I'm not going to look it up right now. My name is Mayor Weingarten. You're tuned to the Israel Show on the Nachum Siegel Network. Thank you so much for making us a part of your week. When I started reading this series um, that Kalman Leapskind published over a period of weeks, about how the justices of the Supreme Court don't seem too concerned about the fact that they they are s- sitting and ruling while they have conflicts of interests. I thought about Yeshayahu and the Mashal HaKerem. It's Perak Hay. I'll just quote the the clinching pasuk. Yeshayahu likens the Jewish people to a vineyard and God to the tender of the vineyard, the one who takes care of it. Pasuk Zion says, Ki Hashem Tzivaot Bet Yisrael. The vineyard of the Lord is Bet Yisrael, is us, is the people of Israel. Ve'ish Yehuda and the people of Judea are the seedlings that he lovingly tends to and the farmer or the the vinter the one who grows the grapes God in this case hopes for justice and gets injustice hopes for equity and gets inequity, meaning the grapes that he hopes to get, good, beautiful, juicy grapes, end up coming out bad, dry, sour, and so forth. There are two plays on words here, mishpat and mispach. Not clear 100% what mispach means. It is not clear what mispach means, but it's obviously the opposite of mishpat, justice, litzdaka, 
equity, tzedek. And instead, there are screams, screams of the people that aren't getting justice on their behalf. And you think that we are now in the period of the three weeks and we think about all the different issues that we have to confront as a people if the court system is so perverted is so corrupt is all basically in one one brings another, brings a friend, brings another friend, and they all appoint each other. It's sort of like the Academy Awards or Emmys where it's, a, it's an entire night that's based on one actor praising another actor. That's how judges are appointed in Israel. And as much as Ayelet Shaked, when she was Justice Minister, did everything past, she fought like crazy from within the system to make some changes and she accomplished a little bit but unfortunately now she's out and everybody else is scared into silence it's literally like a mafia because they all know you start up with the justice department you start up with the courts they're going to get you and their cases abound cases abound we know of some famous ones where they went after certain people that were in power that wanted to make changes to the justice system to make it fairer, to make it smarter, better and they just got a police investigation the court system, the justice department injustice department the deep state went after them Yaakov Neiman is the example that can be brought. And others. And by the way, Aryeh Derry voted against... No, I, shouldn't, I, I, I should preface now. Well, we'll go to music and then I'll tell you a little bit more about what happened last week in the Knesset when Yamina via Knesset member Bitsalo Smotrich tried to bring a proposal to the Knesset that would allow the Knesset to establish a committee to look into these um, issues that are in the court, the issues of conflict of interest. I'll do a spo- I'll give you a spoiler. It didn't pass. But the question is why? because there should be a majority of people in the Knesset that would be interested in having a look at what's going on behind the scenes, behind the robes in the court system. Well, here is um, a song that people have uh, taken a liking to, and we have several versions of it, so this is a different version. It's called Rikma Oshit. We are one... one... Uh, one sort of t- tissue, one sort of membrane. All of us are one people, one one um, one unit. And when one of us dies, a little bit of everybody dies, and so forth. And especially during this time of Corona, we've played various versions of this. This is from the Moran Choir. My name is Mayor Weingarten. You are tuned to the Israel Show on the Nachum Siegel Network.
My name is Mayor Weingarten. You're tuned to the Israel Show on the Nachum Siegel Network. So, just to uh, continue and giving you a little peek behind the robes of the Supreme Court to show you how, how, how at least sinister looking it is, which is pretty amazing. Um, when a judge gets appointed to the Supreme Court, or maybe to any court, but surely to the Supreme Court, they have to submit a list. A list of people and companies where they must recuse themselves because of possible conflict of interests. Relatives or companies, let's say, that um, a husband represent, like we mentioned, the husband represents a company, the wife shouldn't sit in judgment of the company and so forth. Well, would you find it shocking that until now, until all this broke, the court never published or publicized the list. It was kept private within the court system. And no one had access to it. And so the pressure brought about by the journalists' reports, Kalman Liebskin's reports, forced the justices to expose, to bring out to the public what should have always been out in the public, the list of people with whom they have a conflict and they should recuse themselves of. Well, guess what? Common Lipskin goes through the list and goes through the history of the lists and sees that Judge X had, let's say, uh, Company Y on their list, that if Company Y comes before them, they have to recuse themselves. Just before the trial, Company Y was removed from the list. Don't forget, nobody sees the list except the inner workings of the court, the, 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 little, the little internal mafia. And after the trial was over, magically, the name goes back to the list, which means that if this company comes before the judge, they shouldn't be able to rule. But while they were in, while they were listening to that case and judging it, I don't know. There was no conflict because it wasn't on the list. So, as a result of all this, I mean, this is crazy. As a result of all this, Yamina, Naftali Benin, Ayala Chaked, Bital Smotrich, and so forth. Are now who are now in the opposition decided to create a little bit of a um, a difficult situation. Let's put it this way for the government. They filed a Knesset motion to create a state commission of inquiry to investigate the matter of conflicts of interests. They argued that the Supreme Court justices are ultra-liberal activists 
who are willing to interpret the written law in a way that justifies intervening in the Knesset's work. That's one of the one of the objections. And uh, I'm quoting now from J-Post. Over the last few weeks, a series of investigative reports was published revealing an unacceptable situation of severe conflicts of interest among Supreme Court judges who sit in cases involving sides or lawyers with connections to them, the motion said. What is even more concerning than the reports is the outrageous responses by the judges which attest to lack of understanding, not to say denial of how problematic it is and to the unwillingness to fix it. These are the things that we've uh, detailed just now. So what happened? Shouldn't the Knesset, the only elected body in Israel on a national level, shouldn't the Knesset be able to have a committee to look into what is, at least on the face of it, outrageous, injustice, Well, it didn't pass. No, it didn't pass. Shocking. 43 in favor, 54 against. Why didn't it pass? Well, 13 members from Likud and from Shas, Netanyahu's party and Ariadne's party, somehow, somehow, didn't show up for the vote. Now, Aryeh Derry is one of those people that the Justice Department, the courts, have, they've run after him, they've gone after him his whole life. And in fact, I believe that there might still be an investigation pending. Netanyahu, of course, surely doesn't want to get the justices upset. So he made sure that even though he supported officially, quote-unquote, the, the, um, the motion... He made sure behind the scenes that it won't pass because he knew that if it does pass, they'll, they'll get back at him. This is what it means when there's injustice instead of justice. Mispach instead of mishpat. And we worry about so many things in the state of Israel from a religious perspective, which are, of course, always important, whether it's Shabbat, whether it's Kashrut, and so forth, trying to make sure that the mitzvot are followed in all public areas in the army and so forth. But what the Navi, the Nevi'im, I should say, shout and yell about and bring to the fore more than anything else is the corruption of the leadership the corruption of the courts that the leaders love money and they're rotten to the core and in this case it's not even money in this case, it's a philosophy that they want to impose on others. And there are more examples which we can't bring now. But of course, the other side, which Netanyahu is in, in, in bed with, so to speak, in the government, the Kaholavan, Benny Gantz's party, for whatever reason, they were given the justice ministry. And the justice minister, whose name is Nissan Korn, who's a left wing operator, if you will gets up in the Knesset to speak against this motion I mean it's, it's, it, it, is, it is a beautiful example of demagoguery at its best voting for the formation of a commission of inquiry for judges is a declaration of war on Israeli democracy he said yeah why don't you talk about the actual issues? Why don't you answer the cases one after another that are being brought up? I didn't. Nissan Korn tweeted also 
Israel has a million unemployed people, and every day more than a thousand new coronavirus patients are diagnosed. But for some, the most urgent thing right now is to destroy the rule of law. No, it's to fix the rule of law. And it is important. And you can do more than one thing at a time, but that is how demagoguery works. Change the subject give over some slogans, end of democracy, destroying democracy. No. It's just the opposite. But, as we see in the States sometimes, and now more often, there's no talking to them. We're going to close out with Jonathan uh, Razel. Another Jonathan Razel. That's okay. We can do more than one. Do we have enough time for this? With Katonti. We'll have to part it down towards the end. Uh, from his live performance in Heichal uh, Tabut in Tel Aviv with the Symphony Orchestra. Before that, we say thank you. A special thank you this week goes out to Avrami, who's always there, but this week really helped us get get through the technical difficulties at the beginning. Thank you for all your Facebook likes and comments. The Stefan and Nachum Siegel Network, and my very special thanks as always to Nachum Siegel. Coming up on the Nachum Siegel Network, Yoni Pollock. Yes, he will be here live with After Further Review, covering the latest in the world of sports. And then Novik Now, with Jake Novak and his topics, a rapid-fire Novik Now hitting topics like Deshaun Jackson, Black Lives Matter, COVID-19, the Goya Foods boycott, and the Japanese Schindler. Lots of stuff. Stay tuned for that. And afterwards, the Great Monday Music Marathon in the spirit of the three weeks. Until we meet again, this is Mayor Weingarten reminding you, that nice guys do not finish last. They're just running in a different race.
You've been